0: Last week on Ten.
1: What I've been doing is is trying to teach them that being black isn't bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: See, it, it, it's it's this is where self esteem really comes into play when when you talk about biracial children. Yeah, biracial children have to understand both sides, not just one. If mm-hmm. if you white person, white person, white person, oh, they're all good, they're all good. They don't want shooting up schools. Mm-hmm. They don't want to run around killing black people because they're black. Like I'm not hearing it. My thing is, they have to know both sides. Mm-hmm. If they're told that their white side is nothing but good, and they're told but their black side is nothing but bad, that's what the world tells them. That's not what I'm telling. Them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm so when I talk to them, I let them know: if Daddy can make it, you can make it. After everything we didn't talk about over the course of this uh, of this hour, if I can make it, not be arrested, not be dead, own the house, got kids taking care of business, got careers, been to college, you can do it.
0: <laughs> Welcome back everyone. For another episode of 10, presented by Melling Media and hosted by yours truly, Tina. This podcast is about you and everything around you, and this week we've invited a very special guest to discuss a growing popularity, a group that's growing in popularity, excuse me. Let's talk about blurs. We've brought along a special guest who may be considered a bit of a blurred virtuoso. Special guest, introduce yourself to these people.
2: Hi, people. My name is Shan, and virtual. So is, mm, I guess it's a good word to use for me. Um, I've been a blurred for uh, probably more than half of my life. Disclaimer, I do not consider myself an authority on blurredism or blurred culture at all. Anything you hear, you are free to question and investigate further. Do not come for me.
0: <laughs> Better not. Okay, so let's get to know Shan a little bit. Do you have any guilty pleasures? You know, we're talking about blurs. You know, I felt like that was, you know, an interesting question to ask someone of your blurred background. <laughs> With guilty pleasures, the thing is, I don't
2: subscribe to the concept of guilty pleasures.
0: I am if, here.
2: if something makes me feel guilty, I don't consider it a pleasure. Sure. Um, if something is pleasurable... I don't I don't ascribe guilt to it mm-hmm. if it's not harmful to me or anyone else hell if it was harmful to me and no one else there is no guilt there yes it is simply pleasure
0: okay so then what about maybe like fringe interests oh so many <laughs> you know what we mean when we say guilty pleasure I know I- Typically when we're
2: talking, when people are talking guilty pleasures, they they talk about those things that they do and engage in and it makes them feel shameful. Like people are like, oh, you know, bad reality TV and I feel mm-hmm. so ashamed. And, you know, that's my guilty pleasure. It's not my guilty pleasure. I am out and proud with it. <laughs> I watch, I watch terrible reality TV. You know, mm-hmm. I watch The Real Housewives. Not all of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not all of them. You know, I have my, I have my, my issues with some of them,
0: yeah.
2: but, um, yeah, I watch those. You know, I watch my anime, I watch my cartoons, the childish ones and the adult ones. <laughs> you know, I had my soap opera phase. Me too. Yes. I used to rush home to catch, like, the, especially my favorite was Passions. I was
0: obsessed. <laughs> my <laughs> best friend at the time, that was hers. That she was like, like you said, completely obsessed. She loved that one.
2: Like, came across it one summer. And was, I would rush home from school just to catch the last 15 to 30 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah. like <so laughs> We all go through these things. I cycle through. Um, something else. I watched Barney until I was about 12. Oh I think shame, shame made me give up Barney. I probably <laughs> took it longer.
0: <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. i probably would be kids for as long as possible i like it
2: (laughs) no lie um i you know played with dolls for a very long time i liked it and now i just kind of collect the older (laughs) ones the ones that i think have look special look a little special to me not because i think they may have resale value but i have to feel some kind of attachment to them Mm -hmm. um i don't really do much in terms of like comic books but if it's a series that I think is come out with the episodes, I'll go and get the manga. Yeah, I'm gonna read it because I need to know what's happening. Um, you know, I like That's
0: to do my- That's surprising. That's surprising to learn because I would have thought you were into comics.
2: Not so much. Like I'll read them if there's something I want to know. Like if there's something I feel is missing from a backstory, then I'll go back and I'll get them and then I'll collect and I can become a bit obsessive about certain <laughs> Of things, but then once I get that bit of information, I'm done with it. Okay. Oh, yes. Sometimes things are just, you know, flash in the pan. Sure. That's my interest, and once I see it through, that is it.
0: Okay. So let's get into it. blurs How would you define that in your own words?
2: Well, to, to put it simply, a blur is just a black nerd. Um, nerdism you know, trademark, in and of itself is a subculture. So, Mm -hmm. blurredism is a subculture. It's more of a subculture of a subculture because, as we know, Black people, we always put the sauce on everything. So, (laughs) a blur is different from a nerd because Black folk, like I said, we put the sauce on everything. With that, what it means to be a blurred is going to vary from person to to person, but a common thread amongst blurds is taking a very deep interest in books, comics, manga, anime, TV shows, movies, cosplay, gaming, etc. And I don't mean just, you know, interest in that you're keeping up with it while the seasons are going. It's it's you're following it along. But there are varying degrees. You don't have to be obsessed with one particular thing or this specific genre to be a blurred. You know, some people dabble in varying parts of different segments. And they consider themselves a blurred. If you consider yourself a blurred, hey, to me, that's what you are. Okay. Now, there are people who like to do a bit of gatekeeping. Yeah. And they're like, hey, if you don't watch this, and if you haven't been a part of it for this long, and if you don't know, you know, the writer, the director, the voice actor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't yeah. watch the, you know, if you watch the sub, versus, if you don't watch the sub versus the dub, and, and it's like, oh, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has to, you know, be a goddamn lunatic about it. Yes. People are allowed to have the interest they have in it, and they're allowed to consider themselves a part of that culture. Nobody has to go to Comic-Con to be a blurred.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing for me, because it's like if a person IDs as a blurred and they only, um, like, recreationally dabble in these things, but they still like them. Yes. What is it to you if they're calling themselves a blur? Like, right. How and is you, that so upsetting?
2: And it's because people they just want they want a reason to gatekeep. These are the, the guys who were probably, you know, in middle school and high school doing the Naruto run down the hallway who don't have a proper lineup and they stink because they don't brush their teeth and they don't wear deodorant and they don't wash properly and they wanted to say that that was the reason they were alienated and it's like no it was because you wore that lame ass goku button-up down shirt (laughs) for picture day and it was your favorite shirt and you wore it all the time hey whatever floats your boat buddy but that was probably why nobody was fucking with you yeah and
0: then go ahead
2: and then to take it further they sit and they come up with all these reasons why nobody else's blurtism is valid and it's mm-hmm. like, well, I've been watching for X amount of time. And, I, and I'm and i like, well, I was I've been watching anime since, you know, I was a kid. You know, I was allowed to pursue whatever interests I had.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely want to talk about that part when we get to the uh, dating segment of this. But yeah, that whole quizzing people on their nerd interest and, and then judging based on it or not even based on it, just judging just because, you know you feel like you have the authority to do so that that blows me and that really sucks because like so many of these blurs nerds whoever you know had a rough time in school because they were nerds and I was a nerd in school too was I an anime kind of a nerd no I was more of the you know fucking nerd true blue fucking nerd like right honor roll nerd and you know, up until I was about 16. Like, I was in school every day. I Then I wasn't going at all. But, yeah. <laughs> but, But you know, good attendance, good grades, you know, following Teacher. the rules, teacher's pet, all of that shit, you know? So I, I get what it's like, you know, to be a nerd, especially growing up. But they take this attitude or a lot. I'm not going to say everyone, but a lot of people, I've seen it all over social media, they take this attitude like, how dare you, normies, try to, you know, um, appropriate nerd culture? You are the ones bullying me in school. Were they? Do you even know these people? <laughs> you that, know that, these that, people? You're
2: one hundred percent correct. That is how they feel, and they're like, and they're like, you're only just now watching it because it's popular. And I'm like, so mm-hmm. fucking what? So if- what
0: normies jump on popular shit all the time? So the what? Time.
2: Like, you know, when the first Marvel movies were coming out, the theaters used to be so empty. Like, and I, they would not be streaming. Like, like they wouldn't be available all the time. Like, I remember when those movies weren't doing so hot, but they kept sticking with them. And then suddenly there was an explosion, you know, when they really started going in with the MCU and they broke from um, Warner Brothers. That is when there was a like a significant pop culture interest in it and I'm like I saw it from the beginning I don't care that people are just now starting to take a real interest in it or people only started within the last 5-10 years I, it it does not bother me
0: yeah uh, and how can that not be flattering like I don't get it I don't get and, it know, just trying to be mad about everything
2: and even if their interest is only in this little genre I don't care so what let, let people you know this li- our lives are so filled with so much bullshit man i care about people finding whatever pleasure they can where they can find it mm-hmm. and if it's in them taking you know an hour and a half two hours three hours here and there and watch casually watching this thing or that or to it
0: yeah i agree i agree i feel like i think i've said this before i feel like if people if we have more people pursuing the things that give them pleasure we would have a whole lot less bullshit in this world and i mean from crime to war to bullying to all kinds of shit like if we're just focused on the things that make us happy there wouldn't really be a whole lot of room for that shit
2: absolutely because there wouldn't be a bunch of miserable people looking to make other people miserable exactly that so far with their with their gatekeeping you know i wear glasses i (laughs) since i was I say maybe seven, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I didn't wear them because I was ashamed to wear them because, you know, nerdy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I didn't use, I, I wouldn't wear them to school and things like that. But I did. I've been prescribed glasses for that long. And people have gone so far to tell to accuse me of wearing vanity glasses. And like, you're just trying to pretend to be a nerd or you just think you look smart. And I'm like, no,
0: motherfucker, I can't see. Like my mm-hmm. vision is not great. Naturalistas, keep your hair and scalp hydrated and your twist outs and curls popping with Seika Naturals handmade natural hair care products. Seika Naturals targets damaged and dry hair with our intense hydration collection that keeps your scalp moisturized and hydrated peppermint infusions, and all-natural oils and butters. Our products are available at www.secanaturals.com. But wait, fellas, we didn't forget about you. Shop our Chaz Teas premium beard grooming products that promotes healthy, flourishing beards. Also available at secanaturals.com. Yeah, that's so fucked up. And why can't we wear vanity glasses? <laughs> like, <laughs> even- I, wear, I wear glasses and then, but... The thing is, my prescription is so god-awful. Again, nerd shit. My lenses are thick, okay? (laughs) So I can't always wear the frames that I want to wear and have them look awesome. I'm going to look like a fucking lunatic, you know? So I will put my contacts in and then wear the vanity frames that I like. I'm wrong for that, even though I actually wear glasses. (laughs) Like, (laughs) my business.
2: (laughs) And then so many so many of these glasses are just so cute yes
0: That's
2: why i have so many pairs
0: yes like let people do what they want like what what's it gonna hurt you for more people especially if you're if they're talking about like attractive popular people start looking more like you like what <laughs> right what?
2: like do you remember when the movies movies like she's all that and they were make it like oh you know oh my gosh look at her she wears glasses she can't be prom queen then they take glasses off and everybody's like oh my gosh look she's amazing (laughs) because the glasses had such a stigma attached to them it's like it's not a big deal like let 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 things go you know even when it comes to people wearing you know like um the character t-shirts and thing and band t-shirts like they want to quiz people on it and my favorite thing to do when people approach me is to act like I don't know what the hell they're talking about
0: yep yep like
2: like, what what's this on my shirt I don't know I'm
0: telling you I'm telling you I'd say this all the time when people start playing with me especially online especially online because it's so easy I can keep their attention for a long time I go straight to kindergarten you want to be childish and petty I'll show you what that looks like. I'm going straight to kindergarten all over again. You want to test me and shoot quizzes my way? Perfect. I can't wait to fail with flying colors and irritate the shit out of you. And then, you know, there's going to be, they
2: may not know you, but you know, there's probably a ranting post that they're having on Facebook about how they saw someone somewhere wearing this shirt and they didn't even know what the hell it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if they didn't know, so what? People are allowed to wear things just because they think they're cool. So what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, case in point, this is not about blurs, but a similar thing. Like several times, I've gone to sports bars wearing um, uh, sports jerseys, and mm-hmm. don't let it be of a player who is no longer in the league. Right? That's when the quizzes really come. But here I am, a full-grown woman. Who has the you know not the official but you know the jersey is actually not from fucking walmart you know like i spent I hate- money on these fucking things i spent money on it and you're really gonna walk up to me and ask me if i even know who the fuck is on my jersey <laughs> do you understand that i spent like a hundred dollars on this thing and i'm a very very cheap person
2: right and like you know I, I bought it because you know i thought it looked cool
0: yeah and it's always men but Yes, okay. same but, kind of yeah. a thing. When they think they have some type of authority over you to quiz you about fucking anything, but, but it's so funny. That you're that you're that
2: it's always men because that's who usually does the gatekeeping in with with the blurred culture. Mm-hmm. And the funniest thing that I saw there was this. Um, because a lot of men, a lot of blurreds or just male nerds in general, they watch specific types of anime they they read specific comics right they tend to avoid the ones that are that have female leads of course you know and and things like that and a bunch of um female nerds female blurts did this whole thread and they're like you know since the men want to quiz us all the time you know they started posting shots from different animes more the more girly ones like and saying who's the main character here what (laughs) is this person which one is this? And what is the overall theme of that? And they started running and of the men. No man in any of those threads could comment or respond on any of those things but they want to be the ones gatekeeping and have feeling as if they are the authority on it. And it's like, but no, you only watch one type of anime. You only want to watch, you know, go, go fast racing, you know, fighting style. That's it.
0: Shut them right down.
2: It shut them down. It humbled them because it's like, yeah, we as women tend to be more well-versed across the board, whereas they will pick one particular interest and feel as if anybody who isn't only interested in that is not as valid.
0: Right. And it, of course, is uh, the content that is centering them. And then they go and center themselves in the culture, like blurred culture, nerd culture is not blurred man culture, blurred uh, nerd man culture. It's for everybody. Exactly. So speaking of inclusivity, and navigating these blurred spaces, since we already started to kind of tip the iceberg on that the battle of the sexes shit that happens in these spaces, I only tippy toe around them a little bit here and there, because I really don't identify as a blurred, I don't even identify as a nerd anymore. But um I see a lot of the little bit that I do, you know, tippy toe around. I see a lot of that. And it was weird because, like I said, I only tiptoe around and I don't, you know, look frequently. But still, the overarching theme that I kept seeing was this battle of the sexes among blurs. What the hell? (laughs) I
2: mean, but the thing is, it's not even so much that it's women um, initiating it. A lot of the time, it's simply men deciding that women don't belong in the space. Yeah. So they want to quiz us and qualify us, or you know, basically want us to be in a in a lesser or subordinate position. A lot of the time, because they feel as if they have a right to gatekeep and decide who is or isn't allowed.
0: And isn't that interesting coming from a group who whines about how they spend and continue to spend their lives being bullied?
2: Yeah, it is. And they don't see it. <laughs> they don't see it. And that's the thing. And a lot of the time, but it's it, and I will say it's not all blurred. It's like a, it's um, usually a smaller minority. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes the smaller minorities are usually the loudest ones yeah. and the the ones who are, you know, who could put them in their place aren't really speaking out like that. So that leaves the women to basically fend for themselves. And, you know, sometimes a lot of the time, like I follow quite a few um, blurred pages and cosplayers, you know, and such. And you can always tell the spaces that are run by men. Because whenever mm-hmm. it's a male run page, all you see is who can win in a fight? This one versus that one. That one versus this one. Who's the best big brother? Mm-hmm. Who's the worst little brother? Like all that, that's pretty much- <laughs> all the posts. All the posts. What? Yes. That's, that's pretty much it. If I took you through one of the pages, it's literally like for this one, heart react for that one. Sad face for this one. Angry for that one.
0: I'm stuck on who's the best big and little brother.
2: <laughs> yes, seriously. Which one is the best secondary character to outshine the main character? Like seriously. I
0: get that. I get that.
2: <laughs> but no, but these are like all of the posts, all day, all the time, and you can see how these kinds because these are all just opinions. And of course, people are going to sit and want to argue their opinions. Mm-hmm. So it's just all arguing all the time about people's opinions, right? <laughs> and then people are like, oh, I can see who watches what. And then judging people based on their, op- their opinions. And it's like, a lot of the time, the way we feel about certain things is based on where we were at the point In our life, when we started watching those things, right? Definitely. So um, for me, Sailor Moon was one of my first animes. Do I think it is the best one ever? No. But it has (laughs) a nostalgic place for me. Is it one that I would always recommend as like a top tier?
0: No. You've never recommended that to me.
2: I've never, exactly. I've never recommended it to you because I know your vibe and you would not fucking, you would hate it. (laughs) <laughs> you would hate it so much because it is so from and so um just just very much like it makes you roll your eyes I watch it in adulthood and I just roll my eyes sometimes I'm like oh god and but I still like it because it holds a special place in my heart because it was one of my very first animes Dragon Ball Z was another mm-hmm. one that was a, a, a very first anime do I think it's amazing absolutely not I think it fucking sucks <laughs> Again, another one that I would just not recommend. I think it's fun and funny sometimes. I like to laugh about the characters. Love Vegeta. He's my favorite, even though he's an asshole. (laughs) But it's not one that I'm going to recommend. You know, Naruto is another one. Very long standing. It has some good moments, but Am I going to recommend that just to people?
0: No. No, it, it seems like everybody watches that. Uh my brother even knows what the fuck that is. I didn't. I well, learned about it um looking at one of my little cousins' uh Facebook <laughs> posts. And, well, it's because and then like shortly after that, uh my brother had mentioned it and I'm like, "What the fuck? You watch anime too? I never even knew that."
2: It's one of those starter series that's kind of like e- it's an easy watch, you know what I mean It's easily accessible. It doesn't require too much of you if if you you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know, and like there are some that have like if i and if I know someone is not going to be you know is not really well versed in anime or not too into it, I try to I would recommend something that I know that they're already interested in. You know, like my yeah. recommendations to you are going to be different from what I might recommend to another friend.
0: Yeah, you know I'm not creepy friend. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, you know, just like I told you when I told you I was I recommended Death Note, and I know you watched Dexter previously, and we talked about the similarities between the two.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then I also told you about Attack on Titan because it's a really good anime. Like if I had to give like just a list of A few just to watch. Attack on Titan is definitely going to be on that list. Okay. Because the anime, because then I also something else I also consider is also animation style. Sometimes, you know, you don't want to watch something that's too much of a cartoony feel. Yeah. And while Attack on Titan is animated, it's not,
0: you know, so cartoony. Okay. Ageism. I see a lot of that all over social media, and I see it coming from both ends, from the older and the younger. Is this a thing among blurreds? I don't know. I haven't seen that, but again, I really don't, you know, stomp around blurred um spaces. Is that a thing among them? Or are they or Are you all <laughs> <laughs> elevated above the rest of us when it comes to this thing?
2: You know, honestly, I've not seen, you know, when I, when I saw this, I was like, you know what, I've not really seen it. And I went on a look, you know, on a little hunt for it. I've not really seen it. I've not seen much in terms of ageism.
0: That's awesome. I haven't either. You know, it's,
2: you know, usually, you know, subculture is kind of defined by actual culture, but I've that's one thing I will say I've not really seen, like, it's not been closed off to the point where they're like you have to be at a certain age to watch it pretty much it's like yeah no matter your age you're welcome into the culture the issues arise when you start having you know when people want to dictate what you can and can't watch and what you can and can't like
0: right okay um now one thing that I did definitely want to talk about because I have seen this myself and I've seen it among, of course, on social media, and then among different types of um, media as well, looksism among blurred and nerd culture. I see, I see it more among nerd culture overall. Mm-hmm. This this looks looksism thing. Like, for example, I was watching some show. It's very similar to catfish but it's not about catfish it's basically like about like trying to find internet trolls or whatever who are harassing people <laughs> person is trying to get help from being harassed by some internet troll or whatever and it was um a girl and she was a cute girl and she was um a gamer and she was being harassed by this um male nerd gamer hmm and what he would harass her about constantly, and I mean like nonstop, was about being a whore and sh- and showing her body online, <laughs> like an incel, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, is that a thing? Like, is that part of the gatekeeping? Like, trying to, I guess, like keep people that they consider, you know, like Stacey's and Chads, since we're talking about. In cells, out of the space absolutely it can that can be a
2: part of it because because here's the thing it, it's a um it's a double-edged sword kind of thing because it looks as it plays a part in that when someone is very attractive they feel like you're too attractive to like the stuff and you're not really a you know a, a nerd <laughs> you're not in this culture because you're too attractive to be a part of it Right, so they <laughs> want to exclude them for that. But then at the same time, we have cosplayers and people who are really into it who are very attractive. And you know, if you're an attractive person, you can have a crappy cosplay, and people will go easier on you than <laughs> someone who is unattractive with an amazing cosplay.
0: So fucked up.
2: You know, so it's 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 kind of like a a, a bit of a sword.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now, in in something like that, especially where competition is often involved, I get it. I get that. But gaming? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And with, with gaming, yeah. it, it, uh, gaming
2: attracts. I'm not surprised that it would be in the gaming community because gaming attracts a lot of incels. And I mean a lot of incels. <laughs> mainly because these are people gaming allows people to be in their room, in their own space just by themselves and it gives them a certain level of anonymity mm-hmm. and it allows them to do what that guy did where where he was able to just harass someone relentlessly. And a lot of gamers do that and there have been times where you know gamers will, even when it comes to like black people, a black person enters a room and the white ones immediately, Inward, 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 in harassment.
0: Yes, this happens to my brother. I walked in on it. I'm like, why the fuck are you playing with these people?
2: <laughs> it happened to T Pain. T Pain was, I think, streaming, you know, T Pain, the, the the artist was yes. streaming on Twitch. And he goes into, like, a, a room he's playing. I think he was playing some game, some war game, maybe Call of Duty. I don't know. I don't play. I'm not a gamer. Um, and he goes in, and he's, like, you know, he walks in. And as soon as he enters the chat and he speaks, and they're, like, oh, there's an N-word here. Wow. And, you know, he he kind of set them all up so that they ended up dead, which, you know, is great when they all lose. But still, it's, like, really?
0: Really? That is wild to me.
2: It's wild it's not unexpected like we know people are racist
0: yeah we, for we know- sure but I mean my god like just the just the just by walking into a fucking gaming room yeah you're triggered into yeah barrages of fucking racial slurs like well because this, is, we this is together
2: this is what is this is that mindset you know I have to see black people in real life I don't want to have to deal with you in my fantasy world
0: that's crazy
2: And it's why a lot of Black cosplayers are met with racism. Like, no matter how great their cosplay is, all all you get is a stream of, you know, white commenters, usually male, Mm -hmm. white commenters saying, oh, this character isn't Black. This character isn't Black. This character isn't Black. This character isn't Black. But then, when there is a Black character, the first thing they do is either turn them into a monkey. Wow. Or edit the picture so that they're white and say, now this is fixed.
0: Wow! So,
2: it's like, okay, so they basically... So, essentially, what it boils down to is they don't want Black people to cosplay as non-Black characters, but then when there are Black characters, they either accuse the artist of being... or trying to be woke or they, um, you know, they say, oh, you're trying... they're just trying to be woke, which is why they put in a Black character. Then they edit the character to make the the character into a monkey or they change the character's skin tone and features to make them white. So what are black people supposed
0: to do? Unreal. It sounds like they're trying to run black people off of there. And since we're talking about incels, I'll just go ahead and and add this part too. I haven't I don't think I've spoken about this before, but I feel the same way about in cells on dating apps, I really feel like they're trying to run people off of it by acting like that. They always talk about how um, how much um, dating apps are ruining dating, and it's making shit too easy for these bitches, mm-hmm. making it too hard for us guys. So I feel like the, the the reason that that they say a lot of things that they say on dating apps is because they're trying to run everyone off of it, and it sounds like that's what's happening here too. Essentially
2: that's what it is. They they feel like when people have more options, you know, for themselves, it's less options for them,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? So more access for them means that they get pushed further back. That's how they feel, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Um even in the cosplay community. Hey, you know, if Black people can cosplay as whomever and they don't have to just cosplay as, you know, the the few Black characters, then more Black people are going to be into cosplay and then that's more competition for us and cosplay competitions.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about it later in the show, but let's go ahead. Cosplay. Um, you You actually brought up the reverse of what I wanted to talk about, but I'm actually glad that you brought that up because I wasn't, very versed on that on how um white nerds or whatever feel about black people cosplaying as white characters i've been seeing on tiktok that um a lot of asian people get pissed off when black people cosplay as asian characters well the funny
2: thing is it's you know that's a fairly new thing it's not i've not really seen many asian people get pissed off
0: about it i usually see i think it's new too and i think that it is um down. going hand in hand with how they're how so many asians are now hopping on social media and accusing like every black woman with almond shaped or slanted eyes of asian fishing i believe that this asian fishing and this cosplay outcry are completely linked and it's very.
2: New. I, I can definitely see how it's linked, and we also know that um, a many, um, you can look at how Asian artists draw their characters, and we know that a lot of them are very much into European um culture. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are they have bought into colonialism. You know, they've they've been colonized. Mm-hmm. So we can see how they would want to assimilate into white culture by targeting
0: black people. Yep, but- I'm seeing a lot of that. But um, what I wanted to talk about was um, white people cosplaying as non-white characters because, listen, like we all know about, or at least I would, I would think we all know about the history of white people just butchering people's cultures Mm -hmm. and doing wildly offensive things when it comes to other people's races and cultures. So that's why I want to talk about them specifically and non-white characters.
2: Mm -hmm. Listen, it is 100% absolutely okay for anybody to cosplay any character they want
0: totally agree
2: what is not okay is for you to decide that you're going to paint your skin that part like that is what's not okay that and that is where people you know usually get up in arms like even there have been black cosplayers who have painted their skin darker and have gotten a whole lot of shit for it as they should and and exactly as they absolutely 100% should nobody should be you don't have to paint your skin if you paint your skin i'm going to assume that your cosplay is so shitty that nobody would know who you were unless you painted your skin so that's that is is that it either your cosplay is shitty or you want it to be offensive because at this day and age we all know why you don't color your skin like yeah if you want to paint your skin pink okay cool there aren't any pink people right you know if you want to paint your skin orange cool there aren't any orange people Green, purple, like the galaxy painted black with stars, like the galaxy, cool. But when you start painting your skin brown for Black people or yellow for Asians, come on now, you know, yeah, you know that's offensive. Yeah, and you know it's you know it's unacceptable.
0: And I, like a lot of people, I feel like give younger people a pass because they like to pretend like they don't know, and then these people get convinced by these younger people that they don't know but i'm i'm just not buying it because i wasn't around during the blackface era and all of that stuff that you know was so fucking highly volatile during those times mm-hmm. but even still like in in elementary school i knew about that shit i knew that blackface was wrong i knew why it was wrong i knew you know what i'm saying i knew what it was so you're not really going to convince me that a 15 year old doesn't know that blackface is wrong doesn't know even some part of the history of blackface I mean there is no good part of it so even if you only know a small piece about blackface all of it is so fucking egregious that you know it's fucked up to do that exactly and let's
2: and let's say let's you know let's suspend this
0: let's suspend disbelief for a moment and say the
2: 15 year old didn't know What about that child's parents right they didn't know nobody around that child knew the parents the person selling you know nobody the teacher nope nobody knew the friend (laughs) nope the friend's parents no nobody had any idea
0: right and back to the point of your cosplay must be so shitty that nobody would recognize you without the um skin painted That immediately made me think about these um, Halloween costumes that I saw, um, I don't know, a year ago, some years ago. I don't know. Um, One was a group of white guys dressed as Migos. They did not paint their skin. They did not even put on fucking um, uh, dreadlock wigs, which would have been totally fine by me, not the skin painting part.
2: Right. But they didn't even
0: do that. They just wore their little short haircuts and they dress up like Migos. And, and you knew you, who they were. Immediately! <laughs> you immediately knew that was Migos. And then I saw a group of white women and they were plus-size girls at that. And you know, TLC is very small. They dressed up for Halloween as TLC. From the did, Creep not video. Paint the, did not paint their fucking skin. And you immediately knew who the fuck they were. And it was not the um, big baggy clothes TLC era. I think they were dressed like the creep video.
2: Yep, I remember. The pajamas.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to do that. You do that because you're a piece of shit.
2: Exactly. You're a piece of shit. You want to be a piece of shit, but then you want to be able to, to claim that you did not know. So you're yep. like, just it was just a cosplay. It was just a cosplay.
0: Yep. You, know. you want to do something horrid and then play the babe in the woods role to, like further, to further gaslight people like what the fuck I you can't. did a you shitty thing that made people it. mad and then after they got mad you couldn't just be satisfied with doing the shitty thing and making them mad now you have to jump into gaslight mode and try to make them even matter.
2: but listen i would appreciate it so much more if they would just stand in it like say, yeah, I know it's racist and I did it anyways. What you are gonna that's do about fun. it? Stand that's not fun. Stand in that shit. If you're going That's
0: not fun. The fun is in twisting the knife and playing stupid.
2: <laughs> of course, always. always. <laughs> it's also that it's always it's also the coward's way.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know
2: I did something horrible. I didn't know it was offensive. How mm-hmm. was I supposed to know? And it's like we have the same discussion year after year. Every time one of these cosplay events come around, every single time, you miss all these conversations. Really?
0: hmm
2: When you were deciding which characters to be... And then that's another thing. There is an abundance of characters for white people to play. Man. Right? <laughs> There's an abundance. So they have to go out of their way to find a Black character to cosplay as in order to paint their skin.
0: Right. <laughs> You dug in the crates just so you could paint your skin and exactly. so you could go out in blackface. That's hilarious. Like, exactly. how pressed do you have to be?
2: Exactly. Like, <laughs> like yeah.
0: Really. So, speaking of this, um, Blurred Con. I hear a white woman won the cosplay <laughs> competition this year. What do you think about that?
2: Oh, God. I think um I think it is is terribly offensive when, when that happens. The whole reason BlurCon was created was so that there could be a space for blurs, you know, to engage in blurredism without being subjected to the racism and the the unfair treatment that they experience at more at the other major cons. Mm-hmm. right and I've seen videos from other cons where you know the black class players you you know they get the short end of the stick where they have created their costumes they've worked for months and months on these costumes like hand stitching making the patterns you know coming up with these interesting new concepts for these characters and then they lose to someone whose costume looks like it came out of a package
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so then, that's that's essentially why BlurCon was created, so that there was a space for blurs, right?
0: Yeah, who wants to be doing all that fucking work all all that time while knowing you're not gonna win?
2: <laughs> well, but then that's the thing. You know, you always think that you know what? This is the year. This is the year I've worked so hard on this costume. They can't, you know, deny it this time.
0: Deep they- down, they have to know.
2: <laughs> but you know people want to be optimists yeah but you know people, you know a lot of white people will do a lot of mental gymnastics to say why this black person deserved to not win mm-hmm. right so then they create this blur con space and you know essentially created for blurreds. and i think it's offensive that you know i get wanting to be inclusive but i feel like why why do we have to be inclusive
0: Especially when you had to build your own in order to get anything. Like, you had to build your own because of lack of inclusivity with these people. Why is...
2: Why are we allowing them to come <laughs> and go our space?
0: Yeah, why is inclus... Not even just that, but why is inclusivity really top of mind for you?
2: Why And why is it a requirement for us but not for them?
0: Right. Like, if I had to go and create my own shit because I'm being shit on by this group over here who's been deliberately excluding me including them is not going to be on my priority list not at all like
2: i'm not saying i'm going to be outwardly hostile towards no that's not
0: what i'm saying at all what i'm saying is is that that's just not on the agenda
2: not you know i'm
0: not saying that it's to exclude anybody that's not what i'm saying either all i'm saying is is that worrying about fragile feelings And worrying about... um,
2: Appearances and who feels included. And
0: and inclusivity outreach. Not on the agenda. Not Not after that. that. Not after I had to build my own.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But then they do that and they create this space that's supposed to be for blurts. And then it becomes big enough. And, you know, whenever it becomes big enough, whenever our spaces become big enough, here they come, traipsing their asses over like, hey, what's this? Oh, you guys have your own? We want in. Mm Mm-hmm and as usual they come in they do the bare minimum and then they win (laughs) because there were the one who won there were the reason there was so much outrage is because this isn't the first time they've had a non-black person win but there were also a number of costumes
0: that were better than hers i saw it i saw it and i fell out i was like oh my gosh we never going to be free.
2: <laughs> never. And my thing is, and this is my whole thing, knowing that it says Blurred Con, and Blurred is Black Nerd,
0: mm-hmm.
2: first of all, if I am, you know, a white person, and I was painting myself as some sort of ally, I wouldn't even, uh, I would, if I wanted to attend and support, I would attend and support, but I would not enter any competitions.
0: That's exactly that i'm not saying that they shouldn't come especially if you know what i'm saying you relate especially if you have blurred friends and all of that shit go have a good time but injecting yourself into these fucking competitions especially when you know why this was created is bullshit it's,
2: it's very much it's bullshit very much so very much so
0: so i, I don't think that there are but at least I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I would obviously have to use like Halloween as a reference point, but um, when it comes to white people cosplaying as non-white characters, other than um, the skin painting, are there any other don'ts (laughs) that stand out to you? Not really.
2: Well, I mean, obviously you don't wanna go and don't go around and start saying the N word. (laughs) like it's you know don't go around don't don't change your skin color Mm -hmm. don't put on a whole you know ghetto facade yes don't go around you saying you know hey i can say you know the n-word now no you can't you will still get your shit rocked i mean around me you will i don't know who what kind of friends, but that would be so stupid i mean don't just don't Like it's, it's it's not, it's not, it's not that complicated.
0: I just, what about wigs?
2: Hey, if you want to put on an Afro wig, put on a goddamn Afro wig. I agree. I fucking
0: agree. If the
2: character wears an Afro, you you get your Afro wig.
0: Exactly. If it's part of the fucking actual character. Yes, I totally agree.
2: Because there was a video, and it was absolutely hilarious, and a friend of mine said, and it was one of those old 80s videos, and it was a white guy who, um, he and his, I'm assuming his wife, and they were, I can't remember the name of it, but they did this shot-by-shot remake of this video, and um, it was in one of the videos where the guy was chewing the gum, and he was, he copied everything like from the looks the terrible green screen the the afro picking and all of that didn't do blackface and it was perfect (laughs) absolutely perfect
0: it could all be so simple
2: it could all be (laughs) simple but but when your goal is to be offensive it's not gonna be simple
0: that's the thing that is the thing and that's the thing that I really want people to open their eyes to is that this is not just random uh, ignorance or innocent ignorance. This shit is deliberate. (laughs) It's a goal, like you said. Very much so.
2: And then that's the thing. If you're so ignorant that you don't know why blackface is a bad idea, how do you even know about this character? Like, come on. Like, if your world is so small and you live in such a bubble that you don't understand what's wrong with blackface, then I have to assume that you don't know anything about black people or black characters at all. So what 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 about this character do you enough to want to dress up as them? Good point. Yep.
0: Like it's so, it's not
2: you know, the math isn't mathing at this point. Yeah,
0: totally. So um, prior to this recording, we talked about. Um, Blurred Con and Afropunk and I even included um, just for a reference point um, Shea Moisture brand. Mm -hmm. What do you think about these companies, brands whatever that are um, setting out with the mission to be a space or a resource specifically for Black people but then after popularity and success, and money is thrown at it, things start to look a little bit different. I think, I I think you know what I mean by that.
2: I do. Yeah, I think they're, they're, ultimately, they're going to be shooting themselves in the foot, because it's like the whole reason you were created, and you exist, and you grew to popularity is because of this group of people, right? Mm
0: -hmm. So then
2: when you decide that I'm going to turn my back on this group of people in favor of you know, be in the name of, well, I'm going to call it being inclusive when that's not really what it is. You're not being inclusive. You're shunning. You're now turning your back because you feel like there's going to be more money to be made with another group. Mm -hmm. And then what happens and what we, what we often see what happens is once we are no longer interested, they are no longer interested either.
0: That's the fucking thing.
2: And then everybody starts to say, oh, well, It was ruined because we became we became inclusive and then black people decided that they didn't want to deal with us anymore. And it's like, well, you became inclusive because you thought that you were going to collect money or be able to get money, you know, from non-black groups. Mm -hmm. But then in your drive to become inclusive, you also essentially, you know, kicked us in the nuts and spit in our face. So we had to go out and find something else. And then when we were no longer there for the non-blacks to annoy or terrorize, they lost interest in you. That is not our fault. That is your fault.
0: Yeah. And even and not just terrorize either, because what people really need to fucking understand, I know a lot of people do. But I think I think more so a lot of non, non-black people need to understand is that. Black people are the tastemakers and that's just the facts. Very, like,
2: very much so. And
0: when it comes true. to when it comes to damn near anything, especially when it comes to like customs type yeah. of shit, like dance, fashion, hair, music, yep, sportings, entertainment in general. Correct. People gravitate to our shit. Exactly. we are the fucking creators and so yeah once we lose interest in a thing guess who else is gonna lose interest the rest of the world because black people make shit cool i mean let's not forget. I, I hate to black come people make like black- i'm coming up, i hate to come across like i'm just being like all oh, um black supremacists but no <laughs> i mean it's the truth like even white people say it like Right. Remember why people need
2: TikTok stand still because we, you know, they stopped doing the dances that were getting stolen.
0: Yeah. And it's and it's so many other things than just dance. I'm telling you, like we make everything popular. No way in the world rap music should be as popular as it is, especially as quickly as it became. We make everything cool. And when we pull out, it's not cool anymore. Exactly people can't imitate the cool that we bring and then at the same time just the fact that we're not there (laughs) oh this must not be
2: cool (laughs) we're the blacks (laughs) they can't imitate it they can't manufacture it yeah (laughs) that's just i mean that's just that's just the factors of the facts that's just that's just the real world history has shown us this
0: and what's really irking for me is that Especially like with things like Blur con and AfroPunk, it's like okay, <laughs> we have these these things have been created because of exclusivity, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna give us give ourselves these awesome things to enjoy for ourselves, right? Fine, mm-hmm. I get wanting to you know, spread awareness about what you have going on. I get wanting to bring more money in and all that shit, but at what expense? Because (laughs) these things were created so that black people can have spaces to do them without having to deal with the micro and macro aggressions and the Karens and just the out and out fucking bullshit that goes along with the other spaces. And so in your pursuit for money, after this wasn't even really supposed to be about money, it was just supposed to be about celebration and, you know, fellowship and all that good shit for money (laughs) you're going to throw all that away or think that and this is what I think and this is what irks me the most, think that black people are just these lost puppies that are just going to continue to support you and show up anyway and have to deal with all this And, and understanding the disrespect that is in doing this correct correct could never be me
2: and uh, you know and, and, and it's funny that you say that because you know i'm i'm a new orleanian when i was a child you know we have the we have the jazz and heritage festival when i was a child we would go and it would cost not even five dollars to attend mm-hmm. now tickets are 65 up to
3: oh.
2: and it used to be an event where you know there would be local pop you know restaurants would do their local pop-ups local artists would have tents set up and they would be able to sell you know their crafts their their things and it was never you know super crowded and it was always it was always a nice affair like you know you could take your family it was held at the fairgrounds you could have a little picnic hang out listen to music there was like various tents they would have a gospel tent and And now it has gotten so big and it attracts so much attention. And it's a huge event now. And locals don't really attend it that much. But that is what happens when the pursuit of money becomes more important than the event itself and the event, the culture of the event and the reason the event exists.
0: Right. So, just looking at some of the things that we've talked about here. Well, well, no, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself because I do want to make sure that we talk about this. Dating? Do blurs date each other? They do. I see a lot of bullshit on TikTok. I'm calling it bullshit just because of just my own perception. But I see like it's, it's mostly guys. Well, I see a lot of uh, blurred women on on there talking about their um, high school experiences um, attending uh, predominantly white institutions and how um, dating, especially as a blurred, was just impossible for them. But with the blurred men, they well, those blurred women they're talking about obviously dating white white guys but these (laughs) men that i see on tiktok they're full grown and they're still like talking about how um black girls in school didn't give them the time of day because of their interests or because they weren't a thug or whatever and my question always is do you guys like Approach blurred women because they have those interests, I mean, well,
2: blurreds don't have trouble dating. I think those kind those guys the guys the kind of guys you're mentioning the kind of girls you're mentioning, they're going to have trouble, no matter what their interests are because they have terrible goddamn personalities <laughs> honestly like if you if you have a terrible personality and you're still holding on to shit from high school and you're in your thirties or forties or whatever, yeah, nobody's gonna want to deal with you. No. if I'm at you know having dinner or having a conversation with a guy and he starts going on and telling me about how nobody in high school wanted to date him I'm like sir can you please tell me what that has to do with me who's here on a date with you right now
0: right like saying that to me is only gonna make me wonder okay well what do they know that I don't know right
2: but also why are you holding on to something from you know over 10 years ago
0: yeah both are just Bad dating, like
2: tell you something about these kinds, because they be fucking at those kinds, like having whole full on orgies at the okay. kinds. Okay? okay, so like if you, like moms, you, don't have, you don't have game in general, then no, it's not dating is gonna suck for you no matter what your interests are. If you are an incel or a femcel, dating is going to suck for you. It's just not gonna work. Okay. But yeah, those those they be fucking at them kind. They be full on or it, I mean, it be full on orgy situation. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. I like it. I like it.
2: Yes, I mean they be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they get it in.
0: <laughs> okay. So of okay, all these issues, of all these issues that we've discussed today from you know the in-house bullying you know the quizzing the girls and you know the fucking looksism issues the money issues the inclusivity issues like how do you think or where do you think blurred culture or maybe even just society in general can start to kind of like bridge that gap or those gaps it seems to be several yeah there are several I mean I think when it comes to you know the spaces
2: maintaining those spaces and you know i'm not going to you know, be not from like a supremacy kind of thing but if inc- inclusivity is going to be required in black spaces it needs to be required in all other spaces as well that the gap yeah if we are forced to create our own space right? If we are forced to create our own cons, we have to have our own spaces because we that's the only way to avoid any type of, like, harassment, you know, and that's the only way to get, you know, fair views on things, or, you know, in, when we enter competitions, it's the only way to get fair judgments on our cosplay and things like that. Then, we absolutely need to be as rigid as the others. That's what's fair is fair. And then, we have a conversation, like there needs to be a conversation with con leadership to con leadership. Like, Hey, we need to do something about this because the pro- another problem with these cosplay, you know, with the cosplay competitions at the cons is that the judges will all be white people.
0: That's helpful.
2: Right. So naturally, if they, if they have an interest in, you know, making sure that black people feel excluded then what are they going to do yeah to make sure black people feel excluded you know and they and you have to have like a zero tolerance policy if you're trying to make this an environment that is welcoming to all and i'm talking about the mainstream content, that means you have to have a zero tolerance policy because racism isn't the only issue there's also a huge issue with sexism mm-hmm. sexual harassment
0: i would assume so
2: you know where they 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 are harassing. You know they harass women cosplayers and women nerds in these spaces as well. So that would have to be addressed. And I mean, and bridging the gap with blurredism and nerdism and society as a whole is just let people enjoy what they're going to enjoy.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> Say it again. Leave nerds, people the fuck stop. alone.
2: Listen, nerds. Like we know, some people are just taking a passing interest in it. You know, we get it. You, this has been your life. You eat, breathe, sleep. This is it. We get it. You have no other interests. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We understand. This is all you are. This is all you will ever be. It is your entire personality. It is your raison d'etre. It's your reason for being.
0: And even if that were the case, I would be perfectly fine with that. But without the the ownership piece, you know, let let blurtism be your full personality and all you know or think about. It's the ownership of blurred that bugs me. Exactly. You, You don't own it and you don't set the rules and you don't get to fucking harass people.
2: There is no president, no CEO, no chief. Let yeah. people be. People will take the have an interest where they have an interest. It's it's okay, like it is okay. If you, if it gets to the point where you are so busy trying to find the intruders or find you know the people you think are inauthentic, how are you even enjoying your hobby? Because that's what it is. It's a hobby. How are you even yeah. enjoying the thing that's supposed to
0: make you happy? You're yeah. not. And, and the more people, you know, who enjoy that and can relate with you and engage with you about it and just enjoy the same thing you enjoy can only be a good thing. This is why I like to watch sports in sports bars. Why? Because I like to be among people who like what I like when I'm <laughs> enjoying it, while I'm enjoying it, you know
2: it's camaraderie it's fellowship these are all things that make you know sometimes they make the experience just a bit better you know when when you're watching something that may be a bit obscure and then somebody else comes along they're like you know what I watched this I enjoyed it and you have that bonding moment like oh this was so much fun
0: yes it's okay try to push people away (laughs)
2: like you're not like you don't you don't you don't need to be the supreme being It it is okay it is okay Maybe somebody is gonna because I'll do something. I sometimes I'll watch something and I'm like, you know what? I don't like it. Sometimes I pick animes based on the opening song. Hey, if I like the opening song, I'm gonna stick around to see <laughs> what happens with this story. Cause that opening that opening song was so much fun for me. But then they might change it and I might be like, you know what, I'm not invested anymore. And I'm on to the next one. It's okay.
0: It is okay
2: it's it's not you know it's not real life it is okay you you won't you know there isn't going to be somebody waiting with a whip I mean unless you're into that sort of thing but there isn't somebody that's going to be waiting with a whip to punish you for it
0: yeah it's just it's just a hobby it's just fun like (laughs) this podcast for me just a fucking hobby I invite Mm -hmm. guests on and I allow them to fucking promote their podcast I don't give a shit (laughs) it's just a a hobby
2: It's a hobby. It's meant to be fun. The minute it's no longer fun, you just you give it up and you find One, something
0: else. One hundred. Yep. We
2: all need things that are hobbies and fun that are going to bring us little snatches of happiness in this miserable fucking world. No mean. Like, it's okay. Whatever that may be. Maybe it's something you'll like for a month, maybe a week, maybe two days. Who knows? Just, it, it is what it is. Yep.
0: So that's all that I had on this topic. Did did we cover everything or is there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we get out of here?
2: I think we covered everything. Okay, cool. We'll remind the people who you are. I am Shan. Remember, do not come.
0: Don't come for her.
2: (laughs) That's fault.
0: Thank you so much for uh, dropping by the show. What's the next one we're doing? um we are doing one on millennials i think that one yes that should be a good time i look forward to that one me
2: too thank you for having me
0: of course hope you enjoyed this week's show be sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m eastern standard time and follow us on tiktok instagram and twitter at podcast 10 next week on 10 yeah, you have a social media following. This is just how I live my life.
3: Yeah, exactly. We don't, it's not, you know what, it's not performative. It's it's not for, for somebody to look at and say, oh, that's how I want to be. No, we really do not give a fuck. We are going to live our life to our peak happiness. We don't yeah. give a fuck about the rest of that shit.
0: Yes, like we're not trying to sell a lifestyle. Like yeah. if that was the case, we would try so much harder to build platforms and shit. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, like I need to start trying harder to build a platform to try to like market this this podcast. But as far as like we would try to be like, you know, social media influencers and shit and try to yeah. like you know, market this this, you know, so-called lifestyle that we lead. No, we just live our lives.
3: Yeah, like, and i we don't have time for that shit. I have brunch to get to. I don't need to be preaching to people about getting to brunch. I need to get to brunch.
0: Right. Like, no, but I don't feel like... Like, I look at certain things that some people do, especially some women, because I don't give a fuck what men do. Oh, God. But I look at some of the things that women do, and I'm like, ooh, that's ignorant, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I'm not trying to push my lifestyle on you. Like, if you want to be a doormat, go ahead. I'm not yeah. gonna fuck with you, but go ahead. If you wanna get married and have kids, go ahead. I'm not gonna tell you not to. I'm not gonna pre- uh, pretend like once you get engaged and shit, like I'm gonna be like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you tell me directly that you're engaged and I'll be like, you know, oh, beautiful rings. So, you yeah. know, this sort of a thing. I'm not going to like completely go and be like, you know, Dishonest with myself and be like, "Oh my God, congratulations!" When I know full well I don't feel that way about really <laughs> any woman getting married. Yeah, if so I tell me directly, I'll be like, "Beautiful ring, good yeah. luck to you."
3: You know, I will. I will be ecstatic because you're happy, and that can mm-hmm. be almost anything that brings you happiness, and it can be sure. engagement, promotion, a raise, you just won the fucking lottery. I don't know. Whatever makes you happy, if you get that, then I'm happy for you. Am I going to be weeping and doing cartwheels because you got engaged? No. And I don't... It's the same thing with me. Like, I don't... And I stress this to people because... Especially for like me and you because we're women and we're, we're, we don't do marriage. We don't do kids. A lot of people think that's coming from this place of being like, you know, oh, you're hurt and wh- Why not? Let's <laughs> talk about it. And it's like, nah, it's just not for us. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to talk to anybody and tell them not to get married. You know yourself better than me. Who, who am I to tell you not to get married? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not here to tell you not to have kids. You, you probably would be a good mom. I don't fucking know.